Hello, my name is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world. Thank you for listening to my podcast. As you do, may positive change dawn on you. So today I want to talk about revival. Revival. What is revival? The English dictionary defines it as renewed attention to something or renewed performance or a renewed interest in religion or a Christian religious gathering. To revive means to bring something back to life. Revival, it is a common term in Christendom, in religious gatherings. I would have you know that in history, especially as recorded in scriptures, there have been cases of revival. Revival occurred when God called Abraham. Revival occurred when God flooded the earth and saved Noah and those of them who occupied the ark with him. Revival also occurred when God called Israel. Even when God sent Jesus, it was a revival of some sort. Now, if we understand the picture I am painting of revival, you will understand that revival is God's direct intervention in the course of man. When God acts to bring a shift in the course of history, that is a revival. And the end product is what we have defined to bring a renewed attention to something or a renewed performance of something or a renewed interest in religion. That is always the goal of revival. So, but revival is God's direct intervention. So when we say divine intervention, the goal of divine intervention is revival for people to cause an awakening. That is what happens. When revival occurs, there is always an awakening. That's what follows. Now, in the history of the Christian church, you will see so many books talk about revival. There's the Azusa Street Revival and so many others of the likes, where some group of people took on a society or took on a, a, a project and prayed and God intervened. In this podcast, I want to bring out the three important ingredients of revival why revival has occurred or why revival has not occurred in areas where they have failed to happen like i said god's direct intervention in the course of history is revival there are two ways by which such can happen one is by the sovereign act of god god is almighty and does whatsoever he pleases scripture says so at times just like in the call of abraham nobody prompted him he decided to do so even in the creation of adam that is a sort of revival only that there were no people around at the time so when god called abraham he had his purpose in mind the purpose for calling abraham was to awaken people to right worship to connect with the true living god the same for noah when iniquity has taken over the earth, God came in, stepped in and said, 
enough of all this, I need to put an end to it, called Noah, saved him and a few in the ark to bring an awakening so God can do it himself without being prompted by the sovereign act of God. The other way by which revival has occurred and can occur, given by some of the examples I've given, is when man or man decides to draw the hand of God, draw open or open the heavens to cause that revival. So whereas God can act in his sovereignty, you and I can choose to pray revival into effect to cause an awakening. And please note, revival is not an individual affair. Revival is always a nationwide or society-wide event. So, whereas I can pray a miracle into my life, it may be a revival for me, but it does not meet the quality or the definition of revival. Because revival has to be widespread for it to qualify to be a revival, or else every God's move in the life of an individual can be termed a revival. So in direct replacement of meanings, it can be a revival if I get an encounter with God. God has revived me as a person. But for it to be called revival in the strict sense of the word, it has to be more than just an individual. It has to be a group of people and not just within an enclosure. It has to be a society involvement. So, like I said, the callings of God on people caused an awakening in the nation or in the community or in the society, not just for that individual, but for wherever it is that God intends the goal to achieve at the time. So, if I take up, for example, a lamentation or supplication for Nigeria, and I say, I do not like the way things are going in Nigeria, and I want to pray until something happens in this nation, and I get a few like minds who will agree with me on that project and connect with enough people to form a critical mass, we can cause a revival, an awakening, a renewed performance, a renewed attention to the state of affairs in Nigeria. It's just like somebody who continues on a protest until the attention of government is drawn to a particular area. That is what can be termed as revival. You continue in the place of prayer until God intervenes. God does not need man to tell him what he needs to do because he sees everything, he knows everything. But what prayer does for us is help us to receive what God already intends to do. Because without prayer, God may not intervene in the affairs of life because we are in charge. So if we don't need him, he won't come. We'll continue the way if we are enjoying or suffering, we'll continue. But when we want God to intervene and we stay on that matter long enough, God will show up. Now the ingredients for revival are number one, right motive. Right motive. What is the motive of the revival that we are seeking? Is it for personal gain or personal aggrandizement or to make ourselves famous or rather to give glory to God and bring good to society? If the motive is right, you will most likely or most assuredly get God's backing. The next one is faith. Do we have faith? Are we connected to the right place? I say faith is the connecting cord between divinity and humanity. 
that which connects us like an umbilical cord in the womb that connects the fetus to the womb, the, the mother through which nutrients pass. So the life of the believer runs through faith. So if we are connected to God, then we pray in faith. We will be able to get God's involvement in our affairs. Faith is also doing the will of God or praying in the will of God acting on the word of God. So what is the will of God concerning that matter that you are praying about? If you have the right motive and you have faith, you know what God desires for that particular issue. And then you stand on God's word and call on God long enough, God's involvement in that divine intervention will bring about the revival that we seek. Another one is that for revival to take place, we need to be united one person can cause a revival in probably a small community but for revival to take place in a larger scale you need a body of believers a group of people for example want to change the course of things in nigeria it may probably take the whole christian church in nigeria to be able to address the issues of the nation but where the people are not united the people are not speaking with one voice especially those who should have faith in god christians for example then there is a problem so if we have the right motive we have faith we need to also be united the bodies who are seeking such revival needs to come together and speak with one voice and when we are united in a common cause calling on god on a common issue god will most likely intervene these for me are the ingredients of revival why it has occurred in the past and why it may not have occurred in recent times. As we take this up, we will see the necessary change that we desire in our communities and nation. My name is TCP White, on a mission to positively change the world.